everyone. This is Florence Brummer. Thank you for joining us for our second episode of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. We're releasing this podcast the same day as the first episode of the podcast. I'm just trying to get a couple episodes out there so I can have some content on SoundCloud.com and on my website, BrummerLaw.com. And, um, but after the first couple of episodes will be a weekly podcast and um, we'll uh, release the episodes on the weekend, probably Saturday. I haven't had all this worked out yet. This is uh, stuff that I am still working on, uh, release dates, that sort of thing. But I wanted to get a couple episodes out there to help me get warmed up and get used to doing this. As you can tell, we don't have the greatest production value in the world. I'm going to describe um, how I'm doing this, and then I'm going to give you a little intro. So I'm recording this on my MacBook Air. I recently purchased a Rode Microphone Podcaster. It plugs right into the computer, and um, I'm wearing my Beats headphones that I already had. So it's a very low production value. Uh, I don't know how to edit yet, so there's going to be my voice messing up and some pauses that might be a little bit awkward, but I hope you hang in there with me. I want to do this on a regular basis, and as I do it more, get better equipment and and figure out how to do the editing. So I just want to introduce myself again. My name is Florence Brummer. This is the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. In that same year, I became an attorney. Before that, I lived in Chicago, and I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I went to Loyola University for undergrad and for law school. I'm a mother, a wife, a movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, fashionista, at least I like to think of myself as a fashionista, and overall lover of popular culture. Besides all of this, I'm a lawyer. In the beginning of my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in law and life outside the practice of law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living your best life and enjoying work and in also enjoying your time off. As a lawyer, it feels I'm never entirely off the clock. I am constantly thinking about my clients and constantly thinking about my cases, constantly thinking about how the firm is being managed and what I can do to improve that. So I never step away from thinking of it. It does seep into my everyday life. But you need to do what you can to enjoy your work and enjoy your time not working. So please enjoy me. Please join me on this journey. The way that the show will go, at least initially, is that I'm going to first talk about um, law practice management, time management, and attorney wellness. This is not only for attorneys. I find that business owners often have the same issues as attorneys in terms of managing workload, managing 
their wellness, managing their time. So I think it applies pretty universally. So the thing that I want to discuss today is a concept that I came up with after I saw a meme that said, you have as many hours in the day as Beyonce. And many singers, fashion designers, politicians, bloggers, business people cite Beyonce as an inspiration. And that's where that meme came from. You can Google it and you'll see a million different versions of it. And the, they're simple words meant to uplift and inspire and tell us what we can do to live our life to our full potential. Like Beyonce, we have the freedom to define our careers and take mindful and intentional actions to make our days better. Although we are not living glamorous lives, there are a few hacks we can take from Queen Bee. Number one, be yourself. Find what works for you. Beyonce doesn't try to be like anyone else. She has her own style and she knows how to work it. If you've ever seen her in concert, and I had the pleasure of seeing her, I think it was two years ago, she has an amazing show. She sometimes concentrates more on the vocals in some songs, sometimes does more dancing. It was very different from any other show that I saw before, and she looked so beautiful. She probably was the most beautiful person I've seen in real life. There was one part of the show where... There was a section of the stage that jutted out and then she came on it and she sang a few songs and that was a few rows from where I was and she's flawless. She just looks so beautiful. So if you think, oh, she's photoshopped and she's not that pretty, she's so pretty. She looks like a doll come alive. Um, so be yourself. Uh, I know with what I do in terms of... Um, my style is I don't, and, and there's, I'm sure I'm not the only attorney in the world who does this, but I'll have my boring suits that I wear to court, but to liven them up a little bit, I will carry a purse with sequins or carry something, a shiny leather purse or wear like bright red shoes. And it just really stands out. And uh, especially if I'm doing a jury trial, I might try to wear some sort of accessory that sort of stands out. And it's just my style. I'm not trying to be someone else or trying to be flashy. It's just what makes me feel good and makes my day go a little bit better. I know that's sort of a, uh, a, light, uh, a light example of being yourself regarding clothes, but your style and how you conduct business, um, be yourself. Don't try to be Gordon, I can't even remember the name of the character, the one from Wall Street that Michael Douglas played, Gordon Gecko. You know what, I'm not remembering. Um, but you don't need to be him. If you are nice and warm and you're a person that smiles, be that person. Don't try to be serious. Obviously, when you're talking to a judge, you can't be light and fun. But I think even in those cases, my personality and how I frame things comes forward because I'm not trying to be like everyone else who's out there. Another thing is don't be afraid of reinvention. 
after Beyonce came out with her album four, it was just the number four, she dropped the surprise Beyonce album. It was a complete departure from what she was doing. So why do we need to be the same lawyers? Every year, we can look at ourselves and say, what's working? What's not working? What can we do to make our practice flow easier? What can we do to make ourselves happier? And some of those things that you can do to try to reinvent yourself is try a new marketing technique. If you have never uh, ran a Google ad, try a Google ad. Or if your website hasn't been updated in 10 years, have your website updated. I, this is so embarrassing when I tell people, I didn't have a website until 2017. I was getting enough referrals, I was happy enough with the amount of work that I was getting, and someone approached me, and their son actually was starting a business where they were building websites, and uh, it was a client whose son was doing it, so obviously I wanted to help this kid out, and he built me a website, which I love. I've added so many fun things to it, I've done some blogging on it. Um, He made it so easy for me. He took pictures and placed it on the website. You can check out my website at brummerlaw.com. It's Kevin Calabrese from Social Spark Design, who is the one who came up with the concept for me. There was a little bit that I had to do, but he really put it together for me. Um, He wrote some draft content, and I modified it to make sure that it wasn't violating any ethical rules or was uh, misstating anything about my practice. But that was very minimal what I had to do. He came out and he put pictures. I told him what colors that I like. And my office has a combination of blue and white and black and silver. And that's kind of the colors that he put together in my website. And I love it. And if I have a speaking engagement or write a little article or have something fun that's happened in my practice. I just contact him. He posts it. I'm very happy with it. Another thing that you can do is dabble in a new area of law. Obviously, when we do this, we have to make sure that we're ethically following any rules for getting into a new practice. Like for instance, a big one is if you're doing some research to learn how to do it, you're not charging the client for that. But there's areas of law that you may have not considered being part of, and then it might have a a tie to areas that you're already doing. Like if you're doing a lot of corporate work, maybe you can start to do a little employment defense work, and it fits kind of nicely and doesn't take um, a lot of information to be able to get caught up. Or you could take some CLE and get caught up on an area of law. One thing that I'm doing is I've for years I've done federal criminal appeals and and, and state criminal appeals too, but most of my work is on the federal side. So during the year, I take so many courses in these areas because there's so many case updates and so many things that you need to be able to do to just stay up to date on this very complex area. So one of the things that was given to me as an opportunity was at the Cordoza 
School of Law in New York, they're having a forensic college that lasts for a week. It's not a college where I'm being a CSI, where I'm doing an autopsy or doing DNA swabs, but it's a college for attorneys to help them learn forensics more so that when they have it at trial or in an appeal, they're able to better understand it and better be able to use the forensic knowledge in their case and find experts and all of that good stuff. Another thing you could do is become a volunteer judge pro tem. There's a lot of opportunity for that. In Maricopa County, you can apply through the Superior Court and you can do settlement conferences, you can fill in for judges, there's a lot of opportunity with that. Another thing you can do is be a judge pro tem in city courts. You actually get paid for that, but you can't practice in that court any longer. So say for instance, you I'm going to make up a city name in Arizona that doesn't exist. Say um, you wanted to become a judge pro tem in X town X town Arizona you can apply and if they choose you you'll be a judge pro tem they'll tell you how much it is that they pay you and then when judges are on vacation or they need an extra hand they'll call you but you can't take any cases there anymore so if a client calls you and says I have a speeding ticket in X town Arizona, will you represent me? Then you're precluded from representing them. But it is a great opportunity to learn to get on the bench, especially if you're considering being a judge in the future. Another thing you can do in terms of reinvention is join a nonprofit board or join a new um, committee or join a new organization. I noticed a couple of years ago that I had been in the same organizations for years, and they were great organizations, but I decided to try a few different things. I left some organizations that I may come back to in the future and join some new ones, and then join some additional ones on top of that. And it's made me very happy and given me the chance to meet some new people. Another thing you could do is teach a class. It might just be a one-and-done type thing. There's opportunities at the libraries, and sometimes um, the judges will have little classes that they'll offer. It's been a long time since I've been part of one, but when um, Judge Heilman was still on the bench, he's been retired for quite a while, he approached myself and a couple of other attorneys And we were attorneys that were on the younger side, um, newer attorneys, so he probably figured we had more time on our hands, to see if we would assist in teaching a Divorce 101 class. And it was a class where people could come to the court and they would see Judge Heilman, he would give an introduction, and then the attorneys would just talk about the basics of filing for divorce. Obviously, we weren't there to say here's what should be in your decree, and here's some legal advice. It wasn't giving legal advice, but it was going through the procedures. And it was very successful. I thought it was very great for people. There were um, often times where couples would come in, and they wanted to get a divorce, but they weren't sure how to do it. And they were very amicable. So 
they might want to um, have one person handle the initial paperwork and then the other person be the respondent. Um, and But they weren't sure how to do that. So being able to come and get the procedure of that just really, really helped them. So there's endless possibilities on what you can do in terms of reinvention. Another thing I recommend is being approachable but mysterious. So Beyonce has, last time I checked, 103 million followers on Instagram. She regularly posts cute pictures of her daughter Blue Ivy and vacation shots with her husband Jay-Z. And when she was pregnant, she posted a shot of, 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 her, of her belly and she was in an amazing outfit. But she doesn't follow anyone. And although her postings are fun, they really don't tell us anything about her personally. And your clients should see you the same way. They're coming to you because they have problems. And although they want to know you're a real person, they don't want to know the, the problems of your life or if you have a headache, things like that. Um, also, clients will follow you on social media. So be like Beyonce, where you're posting things that are letting them see that you're a real person, that you're a person that goes on vacation, that you're a person with kids, that you're a person who enjoys different books, whatever it is, you're a person who goes to concerts, things that are fun, um, but not super personal. You don't want to post a picture of yourself fanning yourself with a wad of cash or doing shots at thunder from down under things like that which might just be a little bit over the edge also be multifaceted Beyonce is a singer songwriter producer actress fashion designer wife and mother and although I may not always feel like it I there's so much more to me than the practice of law and there's so much more to all of us than the job that we're doing. We're church parishioners, we're parents, we're writers, we're photographers, runners, artists, travelers. Every lawyer and every business owner I have ever met have passions that go behind the law. I have a friend who's an attorney and I'll he'll remain nameless for now, although I hope in the future, he'll be a guest on the show and tell us more about his passions. But his passion is music. And he runs a charity where he collects money each year to be able to help kids get into music. And he also just enjoys music. Every year, he goes to the Jazz Fest in New Orleans. And he meets a group of friends. And he's there for about 10 days if you saw him, I don't know if you would be able to guess that from him. But he's so much fun. And there's so much more to us. So follow your heart on these parts of your life. It makes you a better and more compassionate attorney when you're able to step away from it and see the big picture of life. Another tip that I have, this might be only be for me, but carry a fabulous bag and wear fabulous shoes. Your day will be so much better if you're carrying the perfect bag for the occasion and your feet look and feel great. Obviously, that's being a little bit silly and that works for me, but do whatever it is that makes you happy. So um, 
maybe for the men out there. It's not the bag and it's not the shoes, but it might be something that with their car, they might have their favorite music loaded up on their iPod. They might have a series of podcasts that they're listening to, just something that makes their day a little bit better and a little bit brighter. They might have the perfect laptop. They might have the perfect tablet, just something that helps them and makes them feel good about what they're doing and makes their life easier. Another tip I have is have an alter ego. Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. And about Sasha Sasha Fierce, she has said, this alter ego I created kind of protects me and who I really am. Sasha Fierce is the more aggressive, more outspoken, and more glamorous side that comes out when I'm working. The reason why I say this is that sometimes this job is really hard. We get yelled at and criticized all the time. It might be by judges. It might be by opposing counsel, might be by our own clients, maybe by our staff. Uh, it's, it's hard. And when you just build that shell around yourself, you have this alter ego to bounce the bad stuff off. So you're not taking it home at night. Another thing I suggest is be a fan of others. Beyonce loves the blues, country music, jazz, Sometimes she incorporates flavors of other music into her music and style. Do the same. Be a fangirl or a fanboy of other styles. I like to hear what other attorneys have to say about what they do in court. And I'm a fan of them. And then, But I steal a little bit from them as well. So for instance, um, I listen to the podcast Reasonable Doubt with Adam Carolla and Mark Gargas. So Mark, of course, is a very famous attorney, has represented all sorts of celebrities. He's jetting off to different parts of the U.S. every week. I recommend listening to his podcast. Um, Something that fascinates me is sometimes he's calling in from different parts of the U.S. where he's working. Um, He's been working in New York a lot. He's been working on the East Coast. And I think look how multifaceted that is. And he just must be juggling a lot. So I like being a fan of his. I like, I I don't often watch legal shows because uh, they're a little bit unrealistic. Like when you watch Law and Order, the case is in trial two seconds later. They file charges against the defendant um, and in the next five minutes, they're, they're having a trial. And in the trial, the attorneys say whatever they want. <laughs> and uh, they're not even asking proper questions. Sometimes I'll be watching it and I'll be going to the questions. Ob- objection hearsay, objection foundation. But of course, they're trying to fit in an entire crime from start to finish with a trial in 42 minutes. So they have to move it along like that. But what I like about it is that sometimes you just see a style that the actors use and you think, hmm, I'm going to kind of incorporate that strut into what I'm doing in front of the jury and see how that works for me. Another thing that I suggest is eat healthy. I am not a big proponent for eating healthy all of the time. I think people need to treat themselves I'm a big fan of cheesecake. I like desserts. 
I love chocolate chip cookies, but you have to eat healthy at least some of the time. If you notice with Beyonce, her weight fluctuates. And there's sometimes that she'll say her and Jay-Z are on a vegan cleanse. And then you'll see pictures on Instagram where she's on vacation. And it looks like she's eating pasta in Italy with her family. Eat well, but don't be afraid of fun treats. The eating well keeps us going every day. We need that fuel. We need those fruits and vegetables. We need lots of water. A a big thing for me in Arizona is I need to stay hydrated. I drink so much water year round. Um, I try to avoid caffeine a little bit, but not really. I am going to have coffee in the morning, um, maybe even a second cup afternoon to give me a pick me up. But I'm trying to stay away from um, just food that's just generally bad for me. Also, I recommend having friends in your field and other friends who are business owners. So if you look at Beyonce's friends, they include Taylor Swift, Kelly Rollins, Michelle Williams, Gwyneth Paltrow, Rihanna. These are friends with similar careers. They're all celebrities. Most of them are in music. Some of them are actresses. So what do you think they talk about? They share stories of their jobs. Some of my best friends are attorneys. They know what you go through and you get fresh perspective on cases from them as well as you get to commiserate on the day-to-day grind. There's so many tips that I've taken from attorneys who are in the same generation as I am, attorneys that are older than I am, attorneys that are brand new and younger. I find something valuable in talking to all of them. Um, The older attorneys have the perspective of a lifetime of practicing law and can give you that lifetime perspective on what's it like to manage your time as an attorney. The younger attorneys know all about marketing. They know about the best software. They know about the best tools for increasing your practice. They're just, it's all very valuable. Another thing to do is look back at your accomplishments. Beyonce regularly posts throwback pics. So how often do we look at what we do and what we've done? Sometimes I pull up a calendar from exactly the year before or exactly two years before and look at what my calendar was at those times. And I think, I can't believe I did all of that. And it makes you feel good. And you know, when you look at your calendar going forward and you see how busy it is, but you look at the past and you see everything you've done and you know you can keep moving forward. Enjoy your success. And I want to leave you with a lyric from Beyonce's song, Freedom. I'm going to keep a running because a winner don't quit on themselves. All right. Thank you for joining us for the section regarding uh, attorney law office management. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, before I get to that, I actually have um, some books that I want to recommend. So I'm taking a step backward. There's an author that I really like. Her name is Julie Morgenstern, M-O-R-G-E-N-S-T-E-R-N. I've read many, many time management books, law of mismanagement books, 
Julie's books, I think, are amazing. Her The four books that I'm recommending, and I, I think these might be, I think she does a lot of articles, but I think these are her four main books. She has When Organizing Isn't Enough, Shed Your Stuff, Change Your Life. She also has Time Management from the Inside Out. She has Organizing from the Inside Out and Never Check Email in the Morning. These books are so helpful in just giving you a perspective on your day-to-day and giving you helpful hints. All right, so um, it's how I'm going to end the show. Like I said, at least initially, I want to talk about fun movies I've seen, what I'm streaming, if I've read a good book, um, travel tips, that sort of thing. I love traveling. I said in my very, very first podcast that there was a seven-year period where I took no vacations. That is not a joke. I did not take a vacation. I kept waiting for my schedule to open up, and it didn't happen. So now what I do is I take several vacations throughout the year. I'll take a vacation every couple of months. I'll take um, a lot of my trips are in the three to five day range. For me, that's very manageable. Um, I am a sole practitioner. I have an associate attorney who's worked with me a long time. She works part time. And then I have a legal assistant who's also my sister-in-law and she works full time. But it's often hard for me to be out of the house for very large blocks of time. It's too much mail um, piling up. It's too much with the emails, the phone calls. But a three to five day break refreshes me and also gets me out of the office so I can come back with a clear head. So travel is expensive. So how do you travel in a way that's economical and also is comfortable for you? I um, was offered, I saw an offer on American Airlines Advantage card. It's the executive card and uh, it's also um, where you get admittance to the Admirals Club. So this card I love. It They had a special that if you spent $5,000, I think it was in a 60-day period, you got 60,000 uh, airline miles. And that's a little bit high on credit card charges, I agree. But what I did was for that period of time, so I could make sure that I got the benefit of those miles, I charged a ton of office expenses on it. I charged client filing fees. I charged um, utility bills. I charged whatever I could so I could reach that limit. And um, I reached it, and then I had miles. So it's it's like two airline tickets if you're flying somewhere kind of local. Um, and the other great thing about the card is it gives you – admittance into the admirals club anytime that you're at the airport and I've really enjoyed the use of something like that Um, one of the hardest parts of travel for me is just dealing with the airport Um, the security lines uh, the the crabby people I've said for a while that sometimes I don't even feel like the people at airports seem like real people 
they are rushing around and um, just odd. And I always think, where is everyone going all the time? You know, you have lots of friends who are on trips, but when you go to the airport, there's hundreds of thousands of people there who are going on trips. And it's like that at every airport. So it's just kind of an amazing thing. And one thing that happened to me a couple of months ago is I slid and fell and at the airport and I fell so hard and it was so embarrassing and my feet just slid out from under me and I just fell hard I wasn't hurt or anything but I think my um, pride was hurt more but I felt like really hard on my hand caught myself with my hand people just walked around me like I wasn't even there so I just find people at airports to be very odd (laughs) So the one thing I like about the Admirals Club is that you just, you check in um, to the Admirals Club when you fly American, and it's very comfortable. There's always the same um, type of food that you can rely on. So if you go in the morning before 1030 or 11, there's fruit, there's oatmeal, there's cereal, hard-boiled eggs, coffee, tea, just regular sort of breakfast foods. I think they started adding avocado toast, which was a nice touch. And then after about 11, they always have soup, which is so nice when you're just kind of cold and tired to have some soup to warm you up. And I'm vegetarian and they always have a vegetarian option. And then they have light stuff like olives and crudités and hummus, things that are just very light and very delicious. And the seats are great when you're in there. So if you have a long wait or if your um, plane is delayed and you can hang out in the Admirals Club, your travel experience has increased a thousand percent. You're just so much more comfortable. The bathroom is so much cleaner. They have a fancy hand soap and a fancy lotion in the bathroom and it makes it so much more comfortable. The price of the card is about... Four fifty per year, but if I take a few trips a year, which I generally do, most of my trips are to California. Sometimes I go to New Orleans. I'm going to New York in um, next week for my forensic college that I told you about. But after uh, every time, so if I go, and then if I have my kids with me, they can come in with me. And um, for four fifty a year, because if you just went up and bought a pass, I think it's. every time you go in there. So that's $100 a round trip flight. And if you have a couple people with you, I mean, that's hundreds of dollars. So with a couple people with you, you've, um, it's paid for itself. And just the relaxation and being able to spread out. um, And they always have, they have Wi-Fi that works great. And the food too, because if you go to the airport and you buy a snack um, or a lunch, that all adds up. So I think the 450 is really worth it. And then plus you're gaining, as you use the card, you're earning miles, which can pay for trips. And I'm always looking for something like that to make traveling more economical. So thank you very much for joining us on the second episode. I really appreciate everyone who's listened. Like I said, I know the quality is not great. I'm learning as I go. And I hope you will continue to join us as we start having interviews from other attorneys and business people. 
Um, I'm hoping to get some sponsors to read their commercials in the um, next few episodes as well. I know a lot of great business people with businesses to promote, and I would love to help them promote those. So please tune in next time. You can listen to the podcast on soundcloud.com. Soon I'm going to have a link on my website as well to be able to listen to the podcast and that's brummerlaw.com is my website. If you want to call me, the phone number to my office is 623-551-0380. My email address is florence at brummerlaw.com and you can follow me on Instagram at Florence Legally Brunette and on Twitter at at Florence Law. Looking forward to hearing from you all. Thanks. Bye-bye.